Welcome back, all you Right Now podcast listeners. It's your boy, Auburn Shepard, here with the man, the myth, still not a legend, nah. Chase Haney. Chase, how are you today? Dude, I'm good, man. Dude, this has been a really fun weekend. It like has. weekend, like week, because we got here on Sunday. And, uh, dude, I, I love doing stuff like this. And, uh, dude, I, was, I think I was telling Tui, and I was telling them, I was like, dude, I'm ready to just hang out with you. Yeah. Because you crack me up. Hey, I'm just saying. You're I'm pretty good at that. You're a pretty funny dude. Not just funny looking? Yeah, I mean, that too. Okay. But, you, yeah, you're funny too. All right. All right as well. <laughs> so, Chase, <laughs> we're talking about this weekend, right, this week that we've had so far. Tell everybody who you are, what you're doing here this week. Yeah, yeah, man. So, uh, and I, I, I kind of explained a little bit like on the first night. I won't, I won't hash up all the stuff that makes – me who I am, but dude, just a regular dude from you follow Alabama of all places, just like uh, our friend Tui. I'm sure you've either heard of or you'll kind of hear his podcast. But uh, yeah, man, we just grew up in a. Uh, I I look at it, it's just a really phenomenal church in a small town, and uh, I think the more that I've kind of gotten away from it, I've realized like how like beautiful like uh, like a just a community of believers is that uh, has their life just centered on Jesus and how like how much that impacted my life growing up in that. And, uh, man, from that, dude, I went to college seeking the same thing and, uh, I, I didn't really find that. And, and it wasn't lack of searching. I felt like I was looking for it and, uh, just never found my place. Um, I usually say, man, like if, if you know it, like it, when you're looking for home, it, it, there's not really something you can articulate. Um, you just kind of know when you know, like it, it right. just feels right. And, uh, man, I, I had friends that kind of felt the same way. And, uh, through that, man, I remember telling one of my friends, just like, look, I, I feel like God might be calling us to start something. Which is uh and it's scary in a way it's kind of like like God like I think I'm hearing you right and through that uh, man we started something called Pursuit Ministries and uh, it blessed my life. Um, pe- people say that I started it, but like any movement of God, it's like man you just obeyed like one little step and then it's like dude you see all these amazing people that God like puts together and I mean I even look at like the worship band and I'm like dude we we couldn't have like had auditions for all of Troy University it felt like and and got the pull of like just raw talent that we had. I mean, dude, we had like a person who played guitar and it was like, okay, let's add them. Then it's like, Oh wait, you're like a male singer, girl singer person runs sound. It's just like, you could just tell that God had his fingerprint all over it. So I was like, man, I just felt like I was the one who kind of said, Hey dude, do you think this is something we should do? And then God was just like taking care of the rest. So anyways, from that man, I graduated with a marketing degree. People should know that me and Shep took the last class we ever took at Troy University together. We did. It was personal selling. It was Dr. Garrett. Um, love Dr. Man, Garrett. He was a great guy. He was a great guy. I it just I've never seen someone talk so much and so hey. long with his eyes closed. Hey, Dr. Garrett, if you're watching, yeah, reach out to us. Write us a letter. He, I still have your business card somewhere, but I got it in my wallet. Yeah, he said something about just like let me know where you are one day, and I'm like, dude, that's just the sweetest thing ever. So, um, man, he was he was a fun teacher. But I remember, dude. You, I mean. You just obviously weren't as close on the GPA, like, like I guess, like, line as I was because Shep didn't even take the final. He just took, a, like, a letter grade lower. And I might be telling your parents that right now. Yeah, I might have to edit that. Yeah, out. yeah, you might have to cut this. But, dude, I, yeah, I was in there like swimwear, dude. I mean, I, I had to take it. So, um, I can't. do you remember what you sold that class? What was the – Dude, the, so I sold <laughs> – It'll stick with you, bro. <laughs> I sold an 18-wheeler. That's right, yeah. And I got all the way to, like, two weeks before my project because mm-hmm. I had went to a place here in town to get some information on one. They gave me information on a on an 18-wheeler that was no longer being made. Uh, so I literally had a whole project made for an 18-wheeler that was out of use. Nobody would buy. Dude, that's so tough. I'm, so I had to change it last minute. Yeah, and I remember, like, whenever you got to, it was, like, the question portion. Oh. 
dude, like I've never met somebody who just could like ask this off the wall. Like he hears the presentations is like, tell me about the warranty. And you're like, like, I mean, I didn't I, even get a call about it. Yeah. 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 You just, you know, give us a call. I'll get back to you. Dude. I, I remember I sold, I think a Tesla. Yeah. And if, if in that moment, if I just would have bought some Tesla stock, I Ooh. think that I'd, I'd probably be wearing a little bit different clothes right now. Like that'd be really nice. But anyways, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun that we took that class. Anyways, I'm at Baylor university. Now I'm at, uh, doing seminary there at Truett seminary. And I, uh, I live on campus. I'm a chaplain for, uh, it, it's mostly freshman students, but I have, uh, I, I have people that are, I mean, juniors, seniors, it, it's, it's a pretty cool mix. And uh, so it's me and my dog, Duncan. Uh, you can look on my Instagram. I, I love that dude. And uh, he's my best friend. So we live there. We do, uh, we do life with the residents and it's, uh, it's, it's a cool, like, like, I guess God's been teaching me a lot of things and uh, it, it's cool to kind of exercise a muscle of pastoral care that I haven't really gotten to in my life until now. So yeah, I've been enjoying it, man. That's where I'm at right now. Um, national champs. Yeah. Yep. Which is a pretty cool feeling. I didn't get to feel that at T-Roy, but uh, we got close. <laughs> yeah, so as you think about that, right, now I remember a time where you were you were ready for seminary, but you really didn't know where you were going to go. Um, and it was kind of a last-minute yeah. deal, right? Yeah. I remember you, you, you were we actually playing basketball one Dude, night. I, yeah, I'm, you, I can literally you, envision that you night. You pull up, you got your computer. Yeah. We're like, Chase, what are you doing? He's like, uh, well, I called these people and told them, like, I may not meet all these requirements, but, like, this is me and this is who I am. And they were like, apply. And so yeah. you were like, I got to finish this by tomorrow. Dude. Yeah. It, it was, it was wild. I had, uh, it was probably what had happened just like a, a short timeline. It's like, um, I got some family friends are like on a board there for the social work school. And that doesn't even tie into the seminary directly, but Anyways, uh, I knew it was something that, that I, I just, I didn't want to do more school. That's right. where I was. It wasn't that I did, that I disliked seminary. Everybody's got their own opinion on it. Right. I was just tired of going to school. I was like, man, I just did four years of like, like university level work. Um, man, if God's going to use me, like he can use me, you know, as a college educated man. And yeah. my plan, like my plan was that I would uh, get a job as a, it's a, it's hopefully a college minister at a church. And uh, if it was at the beach, I wouldn't be mad. But uh, I was just like, man, if, if he were to do that, then I would accept it. And if they wanted me to go to seminary, they'd tell me where to go and they'd help me like go there. Right. And, uh, that was my plan. And, you know, I mean, it's kind of hard to hear what God's like, like trying to say to us whenever we're like listening for God to answer a certain way. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so I, I, one moment I had to just kind of like, God, like, you know, what, what do you like, what am I supposed to do next? And, uh, anyways, the door kind of got open. They were like, Hey, look, we're going out there for a board meeting. Um, the daughter's my age and they were, she was like, she's looking into going to grad school there too. And, uh, they're like, just, just come and check it out. And I was like, man, and it's the same way that I toured Troy. I was like, man, I'm not going here. And, and it was cold. It was raining. It was like a great, anyways, it wasn't any, it wasn't like some people say like, I mean, the campus was beautiful. And I'm like, dude, both times I toured schools, they both sucked. Like it was cold. I didn't want to be there. And anyways, um, yeah, man, I remember I got there and I sat down with one of the guys that, uh, still there. And I remember talking to him and I remember what he said that stuck with me. There's several things throughout this process that just stick to my head, but he was talking about how he'd seen a lot of guys my age that they were phenomenal preachers. And I don't claim to be even that, but he was saying that like, that they, that they get to a point where it's kind of like they've, in my context, preached every Sunday school message they'd ever heard. And I felt like that was me in that moment. I yeah. was like, I felt like I've kind of preached everything that I knew. And, uh, 
that I'd gotten to that, I could feel that wall, if that makes sense. And uh, so anyways, dude, I mean, just the Lord bless me. I don't even mind sharing this. I, I think I graduated Troy with a little bit under a 3.0, which stinks because the 3.0 looks a whole lot better. It's like the yeah. 99 cents, like, but on GPA, you want to make sure that you're, you know, over the dollar. Yeah. But anyways, I had like a, like a 2.99 and uh, dude, I, I was the definition of trying to get out of there and still, you know, do okay. But anyways, you were supposed to have like a 3.5 to get into seminary. And I was like, man, I don't have that. And, uh, man, just the, the Lord just obviously like wanted me there cause I got a full tuition scholarship. So it's, it's, I, I tell people, I'm like, man, look, like God, God will open up the door, but if yeah. you don't apply, like, you know, I think that's often relates to our faith of, well, I want God to do something, but it's like, we don't It'll apply, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, it's not that it's this massive step. It's just like, Hey, look, like if I don't apply, I'm never going to get accepted. And that's like a really practical step. So anyways, man, um, it's been cool to just see like like getting to do college ministry even on Baylor's campus and just uh, the people I've met, man. But dude, Alabama's home, man. I uh, I love the people here. Um, I, I love what Christianity looks like here, even though a lot of people would say it's the Bible Belt. Right. But uh, man, I mean, there's just something about living in a town where there's not a bunch going on, and it's like like Jesus is at the center. And uh, I mean, I, I just love it. I'm drawn to it. So yeah, man, that's what I'm up so, to. So as you mentioned, you know, you're an RA, um, and also help basically start pursuit and the community that you have in both of those areas, in both areas of like being an RA and being in college ministry and basically an RA still in college ministry, really building relationships with other people. I can look back on really the first time I met you was like after the first time we went to a service, me and my roommate and he was like, all right, I want you to meet this guy. And I'm like, all right, like we go and he's like, Hey, you're going to meet this guy. And I'm like, okay, like, who's this guy? Like, where's, it, where's he going to be sitting? And then we walk in and we, we talk to a few people and then I'm like, dude, where's this guy? I thought you said like he was going to be here or whatever. He's like, we'll, we'll talk to him afterwards. The next thing I know, like you come up to like pray or something and he's like, that's who you're going to meet. I'm like, what you mean? Like I'm about to meet like the dude that's like <laughs> preaching here. Like, you could at least give me a heads up, you yeah. know, and really after that, like, I feel like uh, a lot of friendship, a lot of, a lot of heart to hearts, a lot of, a lot of God moments, um, especially over fellowship, which mm-hmm. I mean, Hey, yeah. we're in the South. So yeah. you gotta, you gotta talk about it over food. That's right, right man. Yeah. Um, so as you kind of get ready, um, what do you have another year ish? Yeah. Yeah, man. So dude, if the Lord willing, bro, this time next year, I will be, Graduated from college again. Graduated again <laughs> with a master's. So what kind of what are you looking forward to after this next year? Are you kind of open to wherever or yeah. anything? What? Yeah. Um. One thing you you, you said that this interesting about my job is, uh, and I didn't do like uh, I didn't do that at Troy. I wasn't like an RA. Yeah. Um. At, at Baylor we call them CLs, which is just you know you just got to call it. Something. It's like life group. You know you all that. You know you got a different word for it all the time, but. Um, they do a little bit more of like enforcing policy. And what's cool is that like, I'm, I, I'm not really even a step, I'm a, I'm a step above them, but in a way it's like, that's how I approach my ministry in the dorm is like, like I minister to the, the RAs, the CLs and uh, man through that, that's where I get my like most helpful information of like, yeah. Hey, how's your residents? Like, how are your residents doing? And that's, I'm like ministering to them and I'm ministering to the residents too, which is just a cool, like kind of way to approach it. And uh, some people do it better than I do. And I, I just try my best. Um, but man, when it comes to like any year, I mean, that, that's, that's a great question. I feel like, uh, like that's, I think you even asked too, man, it's like, uh, and like being, being patient's one thing I feel like, you know, going from being, it sounds like I, I, I realized so much pride in my heart where, uh, 
not that I like felt like the guy, but yeah. man, I mean, you go from preaching every Thursday and then all of a sudden it's kind of taken away from me. I mean, in, in a way, dude, it, it felt a lot like I was on the sideline. And uh, I feel like it, when I didn't have a job, I, I felt very much like I was just going to school and I had nowhere to pour out. And like, I was like, like at a church, but I was just like, man, it's just feels a lot different. And uh, again, I was like, man, maybe this is just a learning season and I've got to get used to this. Um, so man, I, I hope as I've gotten my job, I've, I've like thankfully kind of like gotten out of that season, just like seeing all the Lord's doing. Um, but man, if I could have my way and, uh, if I, I, I'd love to be a college minister, um, straight, straight out of seminary. Um, I, I'd be lying if I said there's like, like a bunch of leads out there right, right. now. Um, but man, that's, I, I know that'll come in due time. Uh, I'm not, I'm not scared. I don't think it'll be in Waco. Um, if I had to guess, I think it might be in the Dallas area. Um, but again, that's just, that's where my girlfriend is. That's where her family is. So, um, We'll see though, man. I I I'd love to move to the beach. Yeah. I mean, if, if I could like like put in a suggestion box for God, just be like, hey man, look like that's is pretty nice. Pensacola's yeah. pretty nice. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest thing like that I can see, especially in like full time ministry already, is the lack of college ministry. Not like our you know honestly, our church, our college ministry has has really been booming, um, but like the lack of college ministry throughout multiple places, Mm -hmm. multiple states, and the thought of, like, these are your people who need it the most. Like, there's so many pressures and temptations that they're going to face over the next four, six years Mm -hmm. and really don't feel like they have a place to go or turn to because they – they don't really have that connection, that relationship. So I really think you're going to kill it. Dude, I, and like, like it gets me like, that's the, that's the age group that I'm passionate about. Cause like, dude, I mean, like, it's like, when do you make it like a decision? It's like when you go off to college and you know, you get to that age and it's like, man, you got to make a decision whether you're going to like, like actually like continue to go to church. Like that's kind of the decisions that some of us are faced with. And man, I mean, when I, when I look out and I get the chance to work with college students and even like these youth that we've, we've been hanging out with, man, there's such like, Cool, like cool people, man. Yeah. You know, like they say nowadays, are cool people. Um, man, I try to not look at it as like just an event or just like people that are sitting sitting out there. I'm like, man, these are the next elders of our churches. These are the next youth pastors of our kids, and man, these are the next pastors of our like of the next generation. Yeah. And and what's I, I feel like is where well, we've missed the mark a little bit. And then there's nothing wrong with I'm not trying to be critical, but it's just like let's just look at it for what it is. It's like, man, we've we've missed the mark on our college students. Um, we have phenomenal youth programs because that's what, you know, people people want their kids to have a nice place to go and they'll be good people one day. But then it's like once they get to college, we just kind of let them loose. And, uh, man, when I look at them, just like I, it, it's cool because I feel like when they come to stuff like Pursuit or to college ministry, it's like, man, they really want to be there. Right. And if you got people that really want to be there, dude, like let's make disciples. And it's at, like, man, that's I see the New Testament church so much in those guys. So, yeah, man. So as we look forward um, – kind of look at what has God been teaching you right now? I know you talked a little bit about patience, Mm -hmm. um, that sort of thing. What's God been teaching you the most right now or a passage of scripture that he's really been speaking to you from? Yeah, man. Um, I feel like we've covered so much this week too. Like my mind's been all over on passages. Um, I feel like every time we have a song, um, we sing, I'm just like, man, that just reminds me of this passage. Um, Man, I, I think that like, I kind of mentioned just the whole sideline theme. I think that's kind of been over the years. Um, just been, been in Texas and, uh, man, with the COVID stuff, dude, it just kind of, I think maybe thing, one thing that's like really kind of working at my heart is like when, when Paul is talking about persecution 
man, like, I just don't know if we really understand that. Right. And uh, I don't, it's not something you want to like artificially, like, hey, look, let's go outside and start, you know, throwing stones at people. Like, that's not how it goes down. But like, what does it really look like? And it's almost like it's a necessity to have like, like a, like a, like a, like a Christian faith that's like, and it just talks about persecution so much. It's like, you know, what does that look like right now? And uh, man, I, I think that that's something that God's been kind of working on me. And at the same time, man, is it's like what persecution breeds is like in a faith that endures. And uh, that's what I want. And that's what I feel like God's been teaching me. Um, it's just like, man, how do we communicate that even to our church that, that that's uh we want people that follow Christ and, and endure for him. And it's like, I mean, we talked about fearless faith, yeah. fearless faith this whole week. And, uh, man, again, I just like, I wonder if we even really know what that means. Um, and what that means is looking back at God's promises. And I think that those are always something we need refreshers on of like, what has God promised us, yeah. man? So, uh, man, there's been, some, there's been some really cool things that have happened in my life. There's been some, some, some tragic things, man. Just have family members pass away and stuff. And it shows you just how short this life is and what truly matters. So, uh, man, I want a faith that endures and I want a faith that's fearless. And, uh, I'm just, I'm so excited, um, to continue talking about that this week, but, uh, man, that, that this isn't just a week that like we come and do something cool and then it stops. Like, man, you guys do such a good, man, you and Chase and all these, like, just amazing, like, like high school, middle school students do. Like, man, it's just like, dude, just keep going. I keep yeah. telling every student that comes over, I'm like, man, I'm just I'm the biggest cheerleader. Keep going, man. So, so that's what guys teach me to be a good cheerleader as well. Yeah. So <laughs> kind of like just to wrap us up, yeah. you know, a lot of that I see, especially, you know, you spoke about worship this week and how a song brings you back to a passage or, or, or a verse and. Really, there's been a song. I don't even know the name of it, but the the line says here, I, or it says I am available, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Not only like for us in ministry, but also for like students, for for parents, for people to really just say, "Look, I'm available. I'm here to serve and grow the church in any way I can, whether that's bringing breakfast mm-hmm. or teaching a Sunday school class. Yeah. You know, really just being available um, in all that you do to help us live out." Our faith. So Chase, this has been fun. Dude, can I share one last thing? Yeah, go for this it. This is dude, when you said that it reminded me, man. My my girlfriend works for something called Young Life and yeah. there's one in uh, Lubbock, Texas. And and Lubbock is kinda like in Texas Tech is kinda known as kinda like the a party school. Kinda like, you know, everybody knows Arizona State's a party school. I feel like when we went to Troy, like it didn't have the best rap either. Right. either. And uh, man, one thing that they do is that they, you know, people say like, love God, love people. And, and his thing is, and it's, he's like one of the, like one of the best like area directors over Lubbock. Like people look at like how Lubbock is doing this ministry. And he's like almost boiled, boiled it down to love God and show up. Yeah. Dude, I mean, if you'll just love God and show up, dude, we'll put you to work, man. Yeah. I mean, I guarantee Chase is waiting for somebody like, hey, look, I just... I'm just here. Where do you need me? Yeah. He's like, dude, will you pass this out? Will you fill up this cooler? And dude, if you just love God and show up, man, like that's what your ministers are there for. It's like, dude, if you just show up and just be available, like you don't got to be the one who knows how to sing or play a guitar, dude, just, just show up. Yeah. Somebody puts you to work. So that's what I want to do with my life. <laughs> I definitely agree with that. Chase, it's been great. Thanks for coming. Yeah, man. Um, hopefully we'll, we'll have you back again soon. Dude, we'll cross paths again for sure. All right. Maybe it's at the pig cafe. Let's do it. <laughs> love you, brother. Mm-hmm.